Somebody said it'd be easy now. And well, Cajuns win it! After back-to-back double-digit win seasons, the Raging Cajuns are back for more. The defense says, touchdown, Louisiana! Every minute is right here on ESPN 1420 and Hot 107.9. Your home for Raging Cajun football, powered by Learfield IMG College. Scott Prather, a football champion who once scored nine touchdowns in a quarter in Tecmo Super Bowl. It's the Great Scott Show on ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome into the Great Scott Show, the great sports callers open think tank. As promised, joining me now, the head coach of Louisiana Rage Cajun football, Billy Napier. Good morning, coach. It's game week. How you feeling? Scott, good morning, man. Appreciate you having me on this morning. Thanks for covering our team. You, uh, you man, it's 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 my pleasure. Um, what's your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time? Man, got to be uh, sabotage. You know, no doubt. Oh man, yeah. that one that one will get you jacked up. Like whenever <laughs> I have to wake up at like five or something, and I'm just really lollygagging. Just little caffeine hit sabotage on, and that'll wake you up, man. That's a good. One. Yeah, I'm I'm dating myself a little bit there, I think. But uh, I remember a day when a good Beastie Boys song would would uh, get you going in the morning for sure. Uh, any any day, coach. There's, there's young, old. Everybody can do it. So I got to ask you. I think probably the thing that everyone's wondering, which is a question you probably don't want to answer, but. You know, when did you make the decision to just kind of let that beard keep growing? And how does how does your wife Allie feel about it? Well, that's that's uh, that's really what it's all about, to be known. I mean, I could care less. Uh, she likes it, so uh, we keep it. You know, it's about that simple. So, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty simple guy. Keep it simple, and uh, you know, I think during the quarantine we grew it out a little bit. She she liked it, so we bring it out every once in a while. So happy wife, happy life, uh, coach. Words to live by. Yeah. Right? Yeah, keep it simple. ESPN fourteen twenty. You know, I asked you last week, um, as as schedule, I guess oriented as you are and as organized as you are, in terms of winning the day, if there was a little bit different sort of pep in your step once you get to that first game week. And granted, this week has provided some new challenges from a scheduling standpoint with the hurricane and whatnot, but. How are you feeling now that it's game week when you when you wake up in the morning compared to say, you know, phase one? Well, I think uh, the big thing here is, you know, sometimes events like these, um, you know, they they intervene, right? And I think it gives you a great perspective. I think, you know, we we still are in the process of kind of putting our plan together for all the people in our organization, staff and players, right, that maybe have people that um, 
in their families or people that they're close to that are really going through some difficult things right now. So um, we weren't able to, you know, work on Sunday. Uh, and then, you know, we kind of got, we were able to get everybody back in town last night and get some things done. We had a walkthrough last night. But for the most part, you know, it's really about making sure that all our people are taken care of and they've got what they need. You know, we're going to have a plan to kind of rally the troops a little bit and put some things together, some care packages and different things for some of these families. But overall, everyone is uh, healthy and safe, uh, but it is going to be a little bit of a journey out of, you know, some really difficult situations. So, you know, and that's not only the people in our organization, but certainly people in this state and people east of here as well. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are all with all those people, and certainly we're going to work hard to help all these people that we come into contact with every day. So on one hand, it, it does create a challenge in terms of the schedule, and on the other, it gives you this perspective of, you know what, there there are more important things at football when you talk about family, loved ones, and, and what happened with Ida. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, um, you know, we've, we've been very fortunate here a couple years in a row to, um, you know, Lake Charles obviously – took the brunt of the storm last year and uh, New Orleans and some of those surrounding areas are taking the brunt of the storm this year. So, um, you know, I, I'm hopeful that uh, once we kind of get through these first three games, we're going to have some time maybe where we can uh, jump on a bus and make a trip and go roll up our sleeves and do some work and help some folks like we did last year. You know, I think it's good for our kids. Um you know, to have an opportunity to see some of that stuff with their own two eyes. And so they don't take um, some of these simple things that we have for granted, you know, and uh, certainly an opportunity to help people. But, um, you know, as far as our team, you know, heck, we've been working for a long time, you know, to get ready for the season. And, you know, um, our plan is, you know, we've had to adjust a couple of times, but we're going to be just fine. You know, I certainly – Good to get everybody back together yesterday evening. It was really good energy. And uh, we'll put the full pads on today, uh, get after it a little bit. And uh, we've got a a very um, good plan for the rest of the week. So, in general, it's it's going well. A long way to go before we play and uh, trying to dot every I and cross every T. Rage Cajun head football coach Billy Napier, our guest. Um, last question, just briefly, coach, in regards to the storm. You mentioned after you get through a couple of weeks of games, look into how you guys can uh, assist a little bit. Week two, you're scheduled to play Nichols. I know Thibodeau has hit hard. Um, have you talked to Coach Rebo a little bit uh, about how things are looking for them right now and the Colonels? You know, it takes uh, back and forth with Coach Rebo. Um, Sunday evening, you know, and I know he was, you know, felt pretty good about it at that point and then was going to be checking on damage, you know. But I think yesterday my conversations were more about the UL system, you know, getting involved to make sure that, um, you know, they're taken care of. And I think a lot of their students and student athletes may have to relocate a little bit and we wanted to try to be a part of that, you know, to try to help us help as much as we could. So, um, you know, I've got so much respect for Coach Rebo. You know, he, he is uh, a class act. Um, 
and he's done a terrific job with that program. You know, and he really contributed quite a bit uh, to the success that was had here before we got here. So uh, he's done an exceptional job, certainly. Um, you know, we're going to do everything we can do to help them as they're, you know, fighting their way back from the hurricane. Five days out, week one, University of Texas, two top 25 teams going up against one another, network TV. You've spoken a lot about the opportunity. Lord knows me and everyone in the media has, and Dr. Maggard has, and Nico Yanko. Um, how do you keep the team sort of zoned in on not getting overhyped and just kind of focusing on the task at hand? You know, we're using some different themes. I mean, I think the big thing is, that, you know, you got to convince these guys and certainly even the people within the building that, you know, we all get excited and we want to play well when the game gets here, you know, but uh, we've got to channel our efforts and focus and, and urgency into, you know, what we're doing each day to prepare, you know, so that we can understand what we're doing, right? And, um, know what to do, how to do it, why we're doing it that way. And so you can go play with confidence. You know, I think um, everything that I've ever been a part of, if you're not prepared and that moment arrives, you know, I think that that's, that's a really uh, bad feeling. So, But it's also a great feeling when you're well-prepared and you're confident and you can enjoy, enjoy the experience uh, and do the best for your team, right, whatever your role is. So, you know, we're saying this week that, you know, no opportunity wasted, right? So now, and um, focus on right now, no opportunity wasted uh, on your role. Um, you know, you've got whatever that may be, big or small, you've got an opportunity to contribute and uh, to do that to the best of your ability. So, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And uh, so far, so good. Um, we'll keep uh, cleaning up the plan and, and polishing up. Uh, the details here, but we're getting healthy and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be fresh and fast and uh, ready to execute at a high level. Texas presents some different challenges, coach, and uh, they have a pretty rich history when it comes to the running back position, thinking of, you know, the likes of an Earl Campbell or Ricky Williams or Cedric Benson. This young man, B. John Robinson, presents certainly a, a big challenge on Saturday and I believe when you were an offense coordinator at Arizona State, he was still um, early on in, in, in his high school career, but you guys were already looking at him then and making him offers. So he's somebody that's been on your radar for a long time, hadn't he? Yeah, exactly. He actually was in Rob Sell's recruiting area and um, actually went down to um, – they had an offensive lineman. I think he actually ended up going to Michigan maybe or Washington, one of those two. Um, and we were there to see the offensive lineman, and then there was a young back on the team, and it happened to be Bijan. So we, it didn't take long to figure out we needed to offer him a scholarship. But, you know, the good, they've got several others, too. You know, he's not the only part of the show. So, um, you know, we, we'll have our hands full. You know, this, this is the University of Texas, and certainly all that comes with that. So, um we're excited about the challenge and uh, certainly, you know, working hard to be prepared. Uh, and when we get our opportunity, try to be at our best. Sark named Hudson Cards, Coach Steve Sarkeesian.
uh, Sark for short, named Hudson Card, their starting quarterback earlier this week. Does that in any way change your game plan going into this, or is it kind of just remain the same in terms of just from a implementing the defensive game plan? Does does it stay the same or get altered? You know, I think if there was drastic differences in maybe the type of player they are, it might affect your plan. You know, we certainly have been through that in the past, but you know, I think these are two similar players, uh, very similar physical traits. Um, you know, I think we expect to see both quarterbacks. You know, Sark has said that publicly. So you know, I think it's more of a challenge just from a technical standpoint of, you know, making sure that we're, you know, they do quite a bit to create issues for you from a matchup standpoint. Very challenging to prepare for. But uh, Coach Tony and his staff are uh, working hard on that and uh, trying to position our players for success. But I don't necessarily think there's a huge difference in the quarterbacks in terms of how we would prepare. Louisiana Raging Cajun head coach Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN 1420. Louisiana taking on Texas this Saturday, 3.30 kickoff. You want to hear it on the radio. Pre-game begins at 1.30 right here. You can hear the game here as well as Hot 107.9. Uh, so if you're watching it on Fox, we invite you to turn down the volume on your TV, sync it up with the radio call. Jay Walker's got it. Um, Coach Alex Scarborough of ESPN had a nice, nice article about you this week in the program. Did you uh, did you read it? I didn't have any choice. <laughs> uh, I think my mom my mom <laughs> my mom sent it to me, screenshotted it, sent it to me, but. Um, you know, I, I appreciate Alex, um, you know, really highlighting Dad and what he was all about. You know, I think that probably, um, you know, was the, the best part of the article was the fact that he took some time to really dig into my father and what he was about and, um, you know, the general gist of the story. So we certainly appreciate him. Uh, and hopefully... You know, the article doesn't necessarily come across about being but more about Louisiana, you know, in our uh, program, our community, and certainly uh, brings attention to, you know, what a great place that we have here. And so, um, but Alex did a heck of a job with the article. We certainly appreciate him. What is the number one lesson your late father taught you both in life and the game of football? Well, I think that... Uh, you know, I think that life's temporary, right? We're only going to be, you know, I think um, what we do with that, um, you know, and what we value while we're here, you know, I think is what's most important. I think sometimes we get caught up with uh, stuff, you know, and maybe our accomplishments when we should be consumed with um, how we treat people and the way we go about our business, you know, and the, the long-term um impact of what we do the example that we set you know some of that for me is faith-based but also just in general um, you know what we do in the coaching profession right we have such a platform and such an opportunity uh, to not only uh, have a program that teaches a lot more than just how to throw and catch and block and tackle but you know the life lessons and the values that come from this game um, and, and just in general, the example, uh, the opportunity that you have. So in doing that while keeping some balance, you know, and, and um, 
loving your family and, and doing the best for your family at the same time. So, um, you know, heck, I could I could probably write a book, but um, you know, in the meantime, I'm just going to keep trying to do my best, and uh, I think that's what he would expect. Coach Billy Napier, our guest. Um, Coach, one thing on another note that Scarborough wrote in the article was um, insinuating you you know you knew he was going to ask a question. Uh, you know, what are you still doing here at UL? Is that something you get asked often by the national media? And and the follow up is does it does it get old after a while being asked that? Well, I mean, I think um, what it does it gives you an opportunity, you know, um, and I think what you do with that opportunity is the most important thing. So, sure. you know, the um, comes with the territory, right? I mean, it's part of the job. It certainly. Heck, man, I mean, it's hard to believe that we, you know, I get to do this for a living, you know, and um, you know, I'm just thankful to be a part of a team and have an opportunity to to coach a game that I love and, and be in a profession that, you know, I, I wake up every day chomping at the bit to go to work. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people a lot worse off than me. So I'm just thankful and uh, grateful for the opportunity. Um and wake up and do my best for the people that we work with every day. Um, and heck, it's hard to believe it here, but the first game this weekend. Yeah. So college football's back. Let's go have some fun here. No question about it. You know, anytime um, it seems when you are asked about it, you always use it as an opportunity to prop up your staff, your team, and the program. What do you enjoy most about coaching, specifically at UL? Well, I love the people I work with, and I certainly enjoy the players. You know, I think that's probably in the pace of the job, you know, and and the community we live in, I think, is all, you know, it's a conglomeration of a lot of things. You know, I don't think that just one specific thing uh, makes up the job. You know, I think it's more, um, you know, all of it together. But, you know, it's about the people. You know, and certainly that's what I love about, you know, our staff and our organization and certainly this team, the makeup of these players um, and and the people within our community. You know, there's been um, so many people that have helped us and, you know, make it it a blast to live here. And and, uh, certainly at the top of that list is our administration, you know, and all the things that they've done to to make this a place where we can have success. And... um, that's the fun part, you know, when you work really hard and not quite sure what the outcome will be, um, and you end up getting a good outcome. So we're going to try to do that again this year, and uh, we're right in the middle of that process as we speak here. So it's time to get back to work, Scott. All right, Coach. I'm going to let you run. This is my final question, I promise. You and your siblings had a lot of pride in Murray County High School when you were young, so much so that when your dad was being considered for a head coaching job at the rival school, this is from Scarborough's article, you and uh, one of your brothers, you said, no, no, we're staying put. And ultimately, your father did as well. Um, What do you attribute that kind of of loyalty to, or is that more of a, um, you know, uh, competition, right, the competitive edge inside of you? Where do you think that came from? I mean, you know, I just think that uh, it's it's what we knew, you know, it was who we were, right? And we were, just took a lot of pride in, 
you know that that community that school um just a very unique part of the country you know where we played against that region that we played against um there was continuity in that league for so long right you played against the kids and um you know all your pop warner stuff all your you know little league baseball um you know basketball middle school and every sport and then that turned into football basketball baseball and high school i mean we just competed and had natural rivals with all the you know communities kind of around in that part of northwest georgia so uh, and it was all pretty close together. So, you know, we were co- ultra competitive and uh, wanted to win. And certainly, you know, just the idea of, of maybe playing for one of those other teams didn't sit very well with us. But, you know, we're talking, you know, late elementary school, middle school here. So we really had no clue what was going on. But uh, it's always a great story to hear how emotional we were about it and how much pride we took in it. So. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we were, that's how we grew up. Certainly probably got a lot to do with why we're sitting here today. Good stuff. Rage occasion head coach Billy Napier has been our guest coach. I know you got to get back to work. I appreciate you taking the time as always. All right, Scott. Thanks for covering the team, man. And uh, I'll see you around. Sounds good. We'll talk soon. That is Rage occasion head football Napier, the Cajuns traveling to Texas to take on the 19th-ranked Texas Longhorns this Saturday. 3.30 kickoff, Network TV on Fox. For those of you that are um, watching on TV that aren't making the trek to Austin, we invite you to sync up your TV with the radio call either on Hot World 7, 9, 14, 20, or maybe the ESPN 1420 app or stream. And here, uh, Jay Walker and uh, Chris Lano on the call this week as Louisiana takes on Texas. This is the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Breaking news. DraftKings is live in Louisiana with daily fantasy sports, meaning you can begin playing right now. To welcome in the new football season, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Just remember code 1420. More on that in a minute. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, now's the perfect time. It's simple. Pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, see how your team stacks up against the competition. That's it. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game like having a free shot at huge cash prizes. And while you're perfecting your daily fantasy skills, don't forget to check out DraftKings free-to-play pools where there's even more cash up for grabs. Download the DraftKings app now and use code 1420. That Try right, code 1420 for a limited time. New players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on the action. That's code 1420 only at DraftKings. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 